You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. Beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. It's called Hallelujah. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights, we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, uh, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzberg. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast of the GGR Pirate Radio Network. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am your host. I am also the editor-in-chief of our website. It is greatgeekrefuge.com. Lots of great articles, lots of great podcasts. In fact, while you're listening to this, make sure that you queue up and you prepare to listen to the next episode of uh, of The Overflow. I almost said At The Diner. We're, li- we're literally <laughs> doing At The Diner right now. Um <laughs> I want you to listen to the next episode of The Overflow because our co-host on At The Diner, Mr. MC Brooks, has a great episode that is going to go over all of the things that he saw and experienced at BlurredCon. I've already introduced him. Uh, The man, the myth, the legend. Uh, His new album comes out the 30th of July, this upcoming Friday. His name is MC Brooks. Oh, it's it's just a single, not the new album. Just a single. Oh, so. oh well, still, that's pretty fucking exciting. So exciting, I it was though, the, yes. <laughs> uh, I, I appreciate that. Thank you for the clarity on that one. Uh, we've also got uh, the professor of the podcast, uh, all things geeky and nerdy when it comes to comic books, when it comes to movies, when it comes to video games. He is a treasure trove of knowledge. His name is James Rambo. I have a PhD. It's a physical doctorate. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> nice. <laughs> Speaking of doctorates, let's talk about Black Widow, because how long did this movie get delayed? This was supposed to come out in 2020, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, mean, in in fairness, if we're really talking about the history of this movie, it's been several years. Fair. That is is fair. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Is this another uh, Ike byproduct? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was happy to put her on the chopping block every time. Yeah. Uh, because and I quote, no one wants to watch this woman. <laughs> like nobody wants to watch girls in fucking sci-fi fantasy. I say and I quote. That's not a quote from him because he doesn't fucking quote things because he is this weird, creepy, like no one can know who I am, uh, uh, rich man. 
um, until recently when he was like, yeah, President Trump, woo-hoo. Um, but yeah, no, he's a piece of garbage, and he kept pushing things back uh, that involved women and black people and POC, so yeah, fuck him. Anyway, yeah, that movie came out. It was dope. Yeah, and like, thank God he was removed from decision-making processes in the movie realm because, um, yeah, I I was thoroughly impressed. Like, there was, there was, I had no critique. There was nothing that I I could find flaw in. Like with the other big female-led movie in the MCU thus far, um, Captain Marvel. Like Captain Marvel was good. I can't really think of any like major flaws with that one either, but it was just, it seemed kind of like ham-fisted in certain ways where it was just like, this is the thing that we're going to do and it's all about girl power, which again, it is great. It's a fantastic thing, but it was very like in it, your face about it. It also felt like kind of a, a weird choice as the, the, the thing between Infinity War and Endgame. Yes. The timing was odd. Yeah, I agree. Um, what, what Black Widow did was Black Widow never was self-aware of like, oh, hey, this is a female lead. Oh, hey, this is a female superhero. Oh, hey, guys don't like female superheroes. Um, it, it just it just was. It was you've already been established that that um, Natasha Romanoff is a fucking badass. We, we know that. And I think that that probably helped it a lot. Is we already knew this character. We knew a lot about this character, but we didn't know everything. And we got to see all of the, the nooks and crannies that made this character what she is. And honestly, sometimes that's not a good thing for characters. Sometimes you're just like, wow, I, I like them better when there was some mystery. But no, this was the exact opposite for me. Like, I was fascinated by the story of her sister, of her uh, quote-unquote sister, of her mom, of her dad, which fucking David Harbour in this movie is a goddamn delight. Like, Absolutely. he was so funny. I have so never funny. seen him in something that I didn't love, whatever he was doing. Yeah. He was he was so funny. He was so, like, on point. Like, it, it was it was outstanding. Um, friggin' Scarlett Johansson was on point. Um, uh, Rachel Weiss was, was in this. And I, and I didn't realize that was her at first. And I was just like, oh, shit. She's fucking awesome as well in this. Yep. And um, I am blanking on her name right now. Uh, but Orange the Boone. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, she was just a absolutely fantastic. Like, I actually think that she kind of made this movie because yep. um, and we'll we'll get into like the specifics here. But like, just just quick hitters. Like, I, I literally like if I was trying to find something that I didn't like about this movie, I would have to be super nitpicky. And honestly, I can't even think of anything. There was nothing about it I didn't like. I heard some people, though. And I don't know fucking know why, but some people were like, I don't like what they did with Taskmaster because like Taskmaster in the in the comics was like just a guy and like, you know, he was just really like good at copying people. And I'm like, this is so much more interesting than some dude. <laughs> but but and also also based on where the movie ends and, and whatnot, like they could still very well eventually do that version of Task Taskmaster if they really want to. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's, it's not. It's not like based on uh, what happens at the end of the film that oh no, Taskmaster's done in the MCU. We can we can never do that. Uh, you can still have the in uh, uh, Rambo. You can correct me. He was he was like a disgruntled like sh member of Shield, right? Uh, truth be told, I don't even I don't really know much of his backstory. I just know his power set. 
Yeah, like I, I, I thought I think I read something like he was supposed to be like a disgruntled member of Shield who just uh, goes rogue and becomes a mercenary and you know then wants much revenge. That's fucking lame. Okay, like <laughs> you 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 literally like oh by the way spoilers is fuck like we're uh, <laughs> we're talking everything about this movie. Um, you take a character like that, which is just like I'm mad because I you know I didn't receive my Christmas bonus. <laughs> and I'm going to turn against the Avengers. And then you turn it into, I was supposed to be, I, w- I was a, um, um, fuck, what's the word? Uh, God damn it. Um, I was collateral damage in a uh, assassination attempt. And I didn't die, so I get turned into um, a, a cyborg weapon. Like, that's fucking dope. That is <laughs> such a cool Sorry. concept. Not laughing at what you're saying, I looked up the Taskmaster Wikipedia and his real name is Tony Masters. Tony Masters. <laughs> <laughs> the comic book character was so much cooler. Oh fuck! Uh, so what's happened? Of, so there's there, there's two things with that. One, of late, Taskmaster has become a character that is like, what if Deadpool wasn't quite as quirky and didn't have the fourth wall thing? Um, so he's he's a mercenary. He's an assassin. And a so he's Deathstroke. So he's Deathstroke. Um, only not quite as dangerous. Like, yeah. not, not not so much in that he won't kill people. He fucking absolutely will. But Deathstroke takes him... I guess it's not so much danger as it is. Deathstroke takes himself very, very seriously. Right. Taskmaster is, like, in that sort of Flash Rogues kind of, like, this is a job. Like, this is... Yeah. It just so happens that what I do is, you know, killing people on occasion, but it's still just a goddamn job. Like, I don't care. Um, nothing about this is personal. Whereas for Deathstroke, he's like, yes, it is it, I, it is my job, but it is my life's calling and blah, 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 blah. Like, Calm the fuck down, dude. Um, <laughs> so there's that, right? So so Taskmaster has gotten a little more popular of late. But also, fanboy's gonna fanboy. Like, yeah. they were always... When, when Brian Michael Bendis killed off Hawkeye in Avengers Disassembled, this is a story that happened in 2004, there was this outcry from nerds about, oh my god, how could you kill off Hawkeye? Hawkeye wasn't your favorite character, motherfucker. Like, you didn't know shit about Hawkeye. You didn't care about him at all. He was a comfortable lamp. He was the fucking, the the, the couch at your mom's house that you would see on occasion. Like, <laughs> it was familiar. And so, because that got that familiarity got removed, suddenly that's this, ma- this is this major fucking problem. Like the idea that Taskmaster is somebody's favorite fucking villain. Come on, really? Is he? Is he really? And and what do we lose from not getting that version of that character in this movie? Not a whole lot, especially because we have we. I mean, we have other adaptations. I mean. It's not live action, but Taskmaster has been in two the the two most recent Marvel video games, Marvel's Avengers, and also uh, the Spider Man game, the first one, and he's badass in those. So like and, you still you still have a version of Taskmaster that you can go to if you are a gamer, or you can just go watch some of the old cartoons. And hey man, call back to the previous episode. What just happened in Loki? Oh. Multiverse is real. <laughs> like the idea that Taskmaster might show up as like the co- the more traditional comic version, that is a very real possibility. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm insistent though. Is like at, <laughs> as, we've called, as we've called, as we like, that shit makes, just tickles me. I mean, it's the thing that people do have to realize that just because uh, some just because you uh, grew up with the source material doesn't mean the source material is always best adapted to uh, like tell uh, whatever media, be that television or movies. Like sometimes you have to modernize things. Um, or change things so that they are more interesting. I mean, we, we see this all the time with all of the, the DC TV shows. Um, like they're not they're not one for one of you know what they are in the comics. Sometimes you know sometimes they're not as good, but sometimes you can sometimes you can improve on them by by having to do something different. You know, modernizing it, changing a little something so that it makes the villain or a certain character more compelling or interesting. And there's nothing and there's nothing wrong with 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 doing that, because ultimately you can still go back to the source material if you really want that version of the character. I mean, and like, you know, the key word in what you said is adaptation. It's not a translation. Yep. The times that we've gotten media where it's a direct translation are things like Sin City and 300 and like Watchmen to a large extent. And for the most part, they're just kind of boring. It's just a motion comic. Like, you, if, oh, I want to see some famous actors say these lines out loud, and I want to see the panels move. Mm. Like, I guess if that's what you're here for, but you I want cameo default, for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, I I default back back to the fucking Douglas Adams, and him talking about when. Um, you know, th uh, shout out to to Katie Tantilla for reminding me of this. Uh, friend of the show. Um. When when they were gonna he, he doesn't he never thought it made any sense to have the Hitchhiker's Guide be the same thing as a radio play or a movie or a TV show as the novel because what's the point if all you're gonna do is just take the the novel and make it a movie exactly just read the book again you have to make yeah. changes for the medium and sometimes those changes are good and sometimes they're bad. But they're gonna be different, and that's fine. And not just fine; it's fucking necessary. Yup. It's Adams is one of my favorite writers of all time. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is easily like my number one favorite book of all time. And I, the fact that they never did another movie after the one they did with uh, Martin Freeman and uh, Zoe Deschanel, and uh, why am I blanking on Sam Rockwell? Like I, I was so disappointed because I really yeah. enjoyed that. And it's fine because ultimately not everything is going to get a sequel. Not everything is going to get a bigger series. It's, it's, it's fine. It's whatever. It mm -hmm. was fun. That was, that was, that was cool. But yeah, you're a hundred percent correct in, in quoting that too, because like it, you need to have some nuance, but like, not only that, like photocopies of shit that other artists did are boring. Like add, you got to add your own flavor to it. You got to add your own spin. You got to add your own like unique quality that makes it yours, but also that like, that you were like, you know what? This would be really cool if we did this. And I'll give you another great example of that is look at The Last Jedi. Of all of the Star Wars movies that have been made, I feel like that one is the most creative. It's it's controversial because fan Star Wars fanboys get super uncomfortable when you fuck with their headcanon. But like it was the most it was like the most dynamic. It was like, I'm going to try some shit. 
And nobody else does that. Everybody else is like, um, like JJ, perfect example, fucking perfect example. JJ Abrams with uh, the Rise of Skywalker. That was literally just like everything that you've ever wanted to see in a Star Wars movie at some point when you were a kid. I'm gonna smash it all together. You want to see every single ship that's ever been in the Rebel Alliance flying together at the same time, fighting star destroyers that have Death Star lasers on the bottom? Fuck, I'm gonna do it. Like it, it would, it was. Literally, it was too much. It was too much to digest. Like, you literally had to, like, stop and pause and be like, okay, what just happened? Okay, now – okay, go ahead and start the movie again. All right. Yeah, I just had to catch up. There was so much shit going on. Like, have some creativity. Have some balls to do something different. And, like, the fact that, like, Taskmaster, honestly, is boring as shit. Like, I'm not I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Yes, he's cool in a game because in a video game, that's challenging. Oh, this guy can mimic and duplicate my moves, but also Black Panther's moves and Captain America's moves. Like, that's some scary shit because it's like, how am I going to beat this guy when this guy knows every single move that I'm going to do? But like, without having a backstory other than he was a disgruntled employee. That's it. <laughs> that's that's fucking weak, dude. Like, yeah. But like to, to contextualize this, having that in Black Widow was amazing because really what, what Taskmaster wasn't even the main villain. Taskmaster was just like this scary thing. And it honestly reminded me a lot of Bucky in Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where it was just like, all right, we got to take on this other thing. We got to take on this other thing. We got to take on this other thing. Oh, shit. The music just changed. There's that big scary person that we don't know if we can beat. Like that, it was like a weapon. And I thought that was a really, really cool concept that they used. And like the overall like feminist message of this movie was fantastic. Like I, I thought the way that they portrayed that, the way that they were like women are stronger together and we shouldn't be fighting each other. We should be working together to try to end this shit. Like the whole like pheromone thing with, I can't even remember the, the big bad's name now. Um, but like Drakov. Thank you. Yeah. Which yeah, is like, not with, which is not terribly different from Dracula. And I feel like that's not unintentional. Yeah. Brainwashing women. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, <laughs> it was just bald. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just thought it was I thought it was great. I, I thought it was absolutely fantastic the way it was executed. I think Scarlett Johansson did just a fantastic job in her essentially her swan song. Well, not anymore, because <laughs> Thanks to thanks to Sylvie, there's a whole lot of possibility that she could come back later. Same yeah. thing with with everybody. Like it's this movie, and 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 first off, the fight scenes, like just just Chef's kiss, just mwah, just the the fight scenes were fantastic in this movie. And like whoever was actually underneath the suit as Taskmaster was just like, like they the 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 part where he was like, oh yes, and by the way, they can mimic all of your friends' moves, and then does the Black <laughs> Panther claw thing. Man, like, oh, yeah, man, shit. that shit. <sighs> you you know, it's funny. I I never really thought about the the degree to which like different characters have very clear fighting styles and and stances and things, but when Taskmaster would shift, you could tell what character yep. it was. Yep. Like the like oh that's Winter Soldier right there like yep. oh this is also I'm 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 we we now have like an origin point for the knife in one hand drop to another hand move it's yep. taught by the Russians like yep. it's 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 fucking like <laughs> fucking uh, uh, like KGB training um, 
I oh god, this is like the third movie they've done that in. I will never get tired of it. Uh, <laughs> this shit is dope. It's really just is. so fucking yeah. cool. Like it's 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 and it, and it's it speaks to a level of efficiency uh, that is very very frightening. Um, I you know the thing I, I'm most impressed with is is the is the way that this has had. Why you know uh, uh, off uh, off mic? Uh, uh, me and well, me and Mike. Uh, there was there was brief conversation about like the idea that the that this movie is is pretty self-contained. It won't have really too many far-reaching aspects. And I don't know if that's if that's true, um, particularly as the movie ends with a fucking army of black widows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're they're like gonna be globe hopping and waking up everybody else, uh, so they're just gonna get stronger as they go. Um, like, can you imagine the uh, like like an Endgame style scene, but it's all just fucking Natasha's. Like it's yeah. it's just this giant group of badass women who are here to fuck you up, and every one of them can do it on their own. But there's like a hundred of them. Um, between that and setting up Hawkeye and establishing, oh boy, did it, and who boy, um, establishing uh, uh, Florence Pugh and, and and Contessa and really going into the you know sort of setting up like the Dark Avengers uh, or the Thunderbolts. Um, like there's there's a lot of very clever, very um, not so much subtle as it is just like deft very like slickly done world building um and and like fucking florence poog and yeah. and david harbour rachel vice like talk about it i'm i'm not happy to see scarlett johansson go but if that's what we get instead like i'm again yeah, no, i'm i'm with you a, a thousand percent uh, on that i was i was so impressed with florence poog first off she's uh easy on the eye she's got that going but Another secondly, long line of very attractive people being yes. added to the MCU. <laughs> right. The second thing, though, man, is she is funny as shit. Like that scene in the BMW when they're talking about the fucking vest. <laughs> like that. That shit killed me. Like she was like, she's like, it's so great. Look how many pockets it's got. And yeah. like I, <laughs> Natasha finally admits it. She's like, all right, it's pretty cool. And she's like, thank it's you. So cool. You're a poser. You pose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why, why you always do this pose? You 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 land on ground, you put hands in ground, you stick your butt up in there. Why why like, you do like, this? like like this and she like flips her hair back and, <laughs> and then you get the shot of her doing it and then standing up and, oh it's, it's disgusting. <laughs> no, that, like she is really effortlessly funny and charming. Um that yeah, that movie god damn it. I am I am I am somebody who will rewatch movies over time. Absolutely. Yeah. But I don't typically like to do it in close succession. Yeah. Like, I know people who, you know, a, a buddy of mine from high school would watch uh, The Fellowship of the Ring every night as he fell asleep. I can't do that shit. I watched Black Widow twice in two days. Same. <laughs> <laughs> and was excited to do it. Um, and I, I'm going to watch that shit again, too. Like, I was so impressed by the degree. And I don't think it was a matter of, like, low expectations um though I, I will say that certainly doesn't hurt um 
but I I was just really pleased by how impressively they they touched on all this humor and this sense of family and belonging and family being what you what you make of it, not so much what you're give like like a uh, you know what you're born into. Um, and uh, uh, I mean, and it also doesn't hurt that it's very clearly uh, uh, a a nod to like the Me Too movement and mm-hmm. you know the fact that we have a very powerful white man who is uh, uh, keeping a bunch of women, uh, uh, black POC, white, and 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 every color of the rainbow under his thumb, um, who has his regime uh, taken out from under him. Yep. Um, you know, getting to see Natasha do her fucking job and like work him. Uh, just by playing to his ego, which is clearly very, very fragile. Um, yeah, like it's not a perfect yeah. movie. Uh, it, it, it's it's not without its flaws. There are a couple of places where like characters could have been better developed and things like that. But fucking hell, man! Like I am. It, this is a top yeah. five Marvel movie for me. I'm I am I was super pleased with it. And I'm I'm really excited to see um, what yeah. more of all these characters are gonna bring. Yeah, no, now, it was it was absolutely worth the wait. You know, like it because this this film has had you know controversy surrounding it because you know it kept getting pushed back when it was supposed to uh, release last year, and you know Disney was not trying to uh, you know do the early access thing. They 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 really really wanted to get get it back in theaters, and even with with the the year wait, I feel like it was it was worth it because I like you know everyone had been wondering like okay well why why are they even bothering doing one at this point. And what it is, what I've been telling people is it's it's simply course correction. It's it's, it's no different than uh, the, uh, the reason we finally got Black Panther and uh, and others uh, like in Civil War when Kevin Feige took over. Like it's simply what well, we don't have, we didn't have before, and now we do. Black Widow, no, of course she she should have been had a movie. We we know this, but we also know why that wasn't the case. And honestly. I, I'm actually happier that it comes out now because I I can't knowing what we know about Ike we can't even guarantee that that movie would have been like good. Nope. We 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 have no I no like knowing what he said about women, knowing what we know uh, what he was doing to the uh, Black Widow character as far as like merch and stuff back then. Like we we have no way of knowing that we are guaranteeing that that movie would have been anything. Near good. I mean, think about what what we what we have been saying, you know, in our MCU rewatch about some of those early movies we watched, like Thor or the first Incredible Hulk, like stuff that's watchable, but not like something that we would have in our top five Marvel movies or anything like that. Yeah, you're not necessarily excited to watch it. Yeah, so like I'm I'm glad it comes out now. I'm glad it came out now. Honestly, like and like we we said that we said that civil war was was i'm not civil war uh, winter soldier was was uh, arguably her best depiction and like rewatching that recently is what also made me excited for this movie and like it didn't disappoint cuz black widow is a is a badass character and I, and i do think and we talked about this um in the in the chat also that like despite the fact that you know people generally just don't like scarjo and that's why they are sour on the black widow character I'm still happy that, you know, this movie happened and we got to see Black Widow be a badass and and be the focal point. And like I'm personally very excited to see what Yelena 
and uh, you know uh, Red Guardian are gonna bring to the MCU. Like, is Red Guardian gonna pop up in in Captain America four? Who knows? I would love to oh, see that shit. We have <laughs> to see that. We have I, to I see that. To we see have that to see shit. them fight. We have to I, see them fight. <laughs> I, so, go ahead, man. Yeah. I would say I, I, I would love to see that. So we're going to get uh, Yelena in just a few months on the Hawkeye series, which I was already excited for because I really I, I, I like Kate Bishop, and I'm, I, I'm excited to see her entry into the MCU. But now, like, the fact that Yelena is going to be in there, the fact that, you know, someone else may potentially be in there, you know, because of multiverse things, uh, yeah, it, like it. I think it did do a good job of setting up uh, for the future. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I going back to David Harbor for a second. That fucking guy knows comedy because his comedic <laughs> timing in this in this movie was so fucking dead on. Like when he's telling the story, it was like he was like, and then I hit Captain America with his shield and he fly out the window. <laughs> and, the guy, and the one guy's like, the one guy's like, what year was this? He's like, eh, like 82, 84. And like the guy was like, well, Captain America was still on ice then. And he just looks at him and he's like, are you calling me a liar? Are you calling me a liar? Yeah. <laughs> so question, just, yeah. do you think he's lying? Yes. MC, what do you think? I don't know. Because I, I, I don't know. Okay. Wait, think, no, hang on. I Fuck. think that they really, really, like, cleverly and subtly set up an option to have it be. Uh, oh, oh no, I, I know where Mike is going to go with this. Um, My favorite thing ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I. Well, it could, it could certainly be that, but I think it's it's just an easy way to be like, oh yeah, no, like, you think well, you, one, you thought that Steve was the only one. He wasn't. We know that now um, because of Isaiah. But you think that Isaiah and Steve, like there was a there was a whole period between there where they didn't do another Captain America. Steve, uh, 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 like, like yeah, Steve gave it up or disappeared, you know, recently. And within a you know space of what like a couple months, they were like, hey, here's your brand new white boy. Um, <laughs> you mean to th you mean to tell me that you think there wasn't another Captain America running around doing some shit during the Cold War? Nah, man. I think he is absolutely telling the truth. Would, um, is it, or is it when our Steve went back to live out his life with Peggy? There it is. There it is. That's, as that's soon as Mike got excited, I knew exactly that's what he was going with. Hot damn. Way to go, MC Brooks. This, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, like perhaps, too, I, yeah, right? Like, just, oh, fuck. Like, just like again, that that's like my fanboy wet dream. It's like just Steve Rogers through time, just doing Steve Rogers shit. And it's like, I'm going to fix this thing because, again, he's looking for Bucky. He's trying to save Bucky. And who got Bucky? The fucking Russians did. Like, and they were using him for their nefarious shit. So it's entirely plausible that in the 80s, Steve is looking for fucking Bucky and runs into the Red Guardian. He's like, oh, this dude with a costume right. that's very similar to mine. And. Yeah, who's, that, who's, right. who's gonna who's gonna believe who's gonna believe Red Guardian when Steve is on ice? And, and on top of that, on top of that, it is entirely plausible that he beat him in that fight because that's Steve in his like seventies. True. That is that's a thing that could happen. Like you know he's you know when we see him again, he looks like Mister Rogers. Like he he doesn't look <laughs> like a uh, 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 full on badass oh, Captain man. America with we a couple of feet. 
an old man cap scene fighting Ray Guardian. Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> wow, man. Oh, so yeah, that okay. honestly, like overall, that kind of stuff. That is my counter to this. Didn't do a lot to set things up. I think it did. The different, the biggest difference though is with a show like Loki, the setup is much broader in scale and scope, and much more epic in that kind of sense. Whereas this is more the sort of like not street level, but like you know the the it's more personal and it's more intimate in terms of the things they establish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Loki is much more about like how will this affect everyone everywhere and what kind of big crazy shit can you do storytelling wise. This is more about being like, well, here's all the ways that this is going to affect people in really kind of like deeper, more uh, uh, intimate ways. Yeah. Just overall, um, Marvel's hitting it on all cylinders in 2021. Like th their releases have been on point and it's, it's a fucking great time to be a nerd, man. It really is. Like it, it, it I have yet to see any movies or TV series that have come out this year that I have not enjoyed. And I, I didn't get a chance to talk about it on the airwaves. Um, and I realized that that that's a goddamn travesty because it wasn't a big name series. And I'm going to mention it, but then I'm also going to literally create myself work because I know that if I do this, then I'll feel obligated if I don't finish it. Um, Sweet Tooth. Mm, yeah. I watched all of this series on Netflix, and I don't know if either of you have watched it yet. Uh, we, Me and Katie watched all of it. Okay. Okay. MC, you have not seen it yet. I've, I've not seen it yet. Okay. She can spoil it. I don't so, mind. Okay. I'm not really going to go into it because we only have a couple minutes here, but I just want to mention that, like, just because all the big mainstream stuff right now um, is what everybody's attention is focused on, that's a good thing because what it's doing, and this is why, like, why I can't stand when people are like, oh, they're ruining my favorite comic books. Oh, they're changing the storylines. What you're missing with all of this, too, or the people, oh, fuck, like, people like um, Scorsese who are like, oh, comic book movies aren't real movies and other dickheads like that. What's even funnier, <laughs> though, what's even funnier, though, are the people that say that and then they end up being in a comic book movie later. That That's fucking hilarious to me. Um, at any rate. Yeah, I, 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 I look forward to. Uh... Yeah. Kevin Feige reaching out to Stephen Dorff and Stephen Dorff being like, I'm too much of an artist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure thing, yeah, buddy. Eat a, eat, a, eat a dick, Dorff. You got it, bro. Um, yeah, right? So with Sweet Tooth, Sweet Tooth is a perfect example of why this comic book movie renaissance is such a great thing. Because this is a series that would have gotten overlooked. I'm not a huge comic book reader. I am, I would say, like a casual. Like... I, I read them occasionally. I really enjoy some of the stories. Like some of my favorite stories of all time in any form are from comic books. Sweet Tooth I never read because it was off my radar. And it's a shame because this series is so engrossing, so entertaining, so well done. It hits you in the feels like a million different times. Like it, it's such a good series. And man, is it poignant with what's going on in our world right now. I'm not going to spoil it at all. I'm just going to give a teaser. I will write a review about this. I've been meaning to do it for a while, but I've been like engrossed with other things. But I will write a review about Sweet Tooth because it deserves our time. Um, and honestly, it's also a teaser because I want MC to watch it so the three of us can talk about it. 
because oh, sure. it's honestly it's that it's that good it really is that good how, I how, really, many, how many episodes is it i think eight i think around around eight yeah okay cool. yeah yeah, yeah. and it's fucking, an easy fucking, watch in terms yeah. of like yeah. it's well paced it's yeah um really sweet and funny and um i mean it, it's plenty intense in places but i i think you'll yeah. i think you'll dig it yeah, and this an is overall... Netflix. Yes. Yes. Netflix. Netflix. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's an IDW series, isn't it? Uh, it was a uh, a Vertigo series. Oh, Vertigo. Uh, for, yeah. for Vertigo got a uh, got shuttered and turned into, but not really turned into DC Black Label and the whole fucking thing. Um, but yeah, no, it was a a, a creator owned series. Um, I believe creator owned by a guy named Jeff Meyer, um, who wrote and drew the whole thing. Um, it, I will say the Lemire's art style is very stylized, uh, and is not going to be for everybody. Uh, it is very sort of like scratchy looking and, you know, a lot of people are going to look at this and be like, oh, he can't draw. It's like, well, he can draw. He just draws the way he wants to, not necessarily the way you expect him to. And that's fine. But, uh, yeah, it is, it is really, really impressively done. Yeah. And it's it's a lot of fun too. Um, this is how I know a series is good. Um, Sandy is not really into all of the comic book superhero stuff uh, like I am. I've gotten her to watch a couple series. She watched Daredevil with me. She watched The Punisher with me, um, and she watched this. And she stayed with it the entire time. And like that's a good sign because normally like I'll get her to watch a couple episodes. And she's like, yeah, this is my thing. And then I go and watch it myself. No big deal. But like she's stuck with it the entire time. And um, there's a scene where, like, I knew she was there. Like, you can see this from SMC, so I'm not spoiling anything with this. But, like, what it is is there's these uh, hybrid babies that are being born where they're, like, half human, half animal, right? And there's a whole collection of them at one time. And there's this little one that's, like, half human, half gopher, and his name is Bobby. And Bobby's little. And oh, Bobby. Oh, Bobby's so adorable. <laughs> and, like, at one point... At one point, all of the little characters are coming together to hug each other, and Sandy goes, "Watch out for Bobby! He's just a little guy." And like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, she's she's into the show." So like, it's it's a really really good show. It's really really sweet, um, but it's also really touching, but also kind of scary at points too. Which that is a hallmark, in my opinion, of a really really good series is when you can do a lot of different things really really well, and that's what this series does. Agreed. On that note, Ooh. make sure. July 30th, that you are going to whatever your like favorite streaming service. In fact, I'd say it's going to be on Bandcamp, right, MC? Yeah, it's going to it's going to be everywhere. Bandcamp, okay. uh, all streaming services, YouTube. So you need to go to Bandcamp, um, so you you can give our boy MC Brooks a little bit of cash uh, for Rage Quit. But also like just like put it on Spotify and then just like play it and just leave it. Just let it let it play like over and over and over again on loop, like you know until the end of time uh so again so our, our boy can get paid here um share it with Absolutely. all your friends have them do it too um go into and, apple stores and pull it up on a on a, a ipad and just play it there and just let it just keep playing um we're trying to help our guy out here so make sure that you get rage quit that you listen to rage quit that you share it with your friends uh even with people you don't like like make them listen to it too maybe you guys will become friends because of it just saying who knows yeah <laughs> you could build a bond through music because music does those sorts of things <laughs> check out check out the website lots of great podcasts again we've got a new episode of 
the overflow with MC Brooks coming up. Uh, we've got all of the great things that we do here on At The Diner. Also, though, I want to remind everybody, we did some really cool radio dramas recently. Uh, we've got Mariah Beachward, a uh, contributor here on GGR. She did a fantastic version of The Hitchhiker, which you can find on the GGR Pirate Radio stream, or if you go to GGR Playcasts, you can find it there as well. Um, so check that out. That was a lot of fun uh, that uh, both myself and Rambo were involved in. And we'll have more stuff like that coming up here real, real soon. So for all of us here at the Great Geek Refuge, we appreciate you. Stay safe. That Delta variant is no joke. We're probably looking at having to put masks back on indoors everywhere. That's not the worst thing in the world. OK, let's be safe. Let's actually get through it this time. Ignore all the nonsense you're seeing about the vaccines. It is safe. I think every single person on the airwaves right now with us is vaccinated, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, everybody's vaccinated. Uh, my wife's vaccinated. My son's vaccinated. None of us have seen any ill effects from this, except for the fact that we're not going to potentially die if we get this thing. If it, You can still get it. It's really, really rare, but you still could potentially get it. But if you do, it's not going to hit you as hard because your body's built up immune, a, a defense system for it. I don't want to say an immunity because you're not immune to it. But again, we care about you. We want everybody to be safe. We don't want to see any more people die from this. So try to be as nice as you possibly can. Be considerate when you're thinking about these sorts of things. Put your masks back on, wash your hands, and remember together, there are no heights that we can't reach. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs>